0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Salted Hash. I'm your host, Steve Reagan, and today we're going to be talking about phishing attacks targeting TSB customers. (laughs) Like I said, today we're going to be looking at phishing attacks targeting TSB customers, and for those of you who are unaware, TSVA is a bank in the UK, and they did a IT upgrade recently that failed. Horribly. It isn't clear exactly what happened, but the end result was this upgrade failed and for the last month, customers have been without access to basic services. During all of this chaos and confusion, criminals seized on the opportunity to start sending out emails and text messages to TSB customers in the hopes of getting them to compromise their usernames and passwords, as well as some basic account security information. The attacks have worked. As criminals have made off with several thousand pounds worth of stolen funds. And there have been countless reports in the media of TSB customers who have sat there and watched as their their finances and livelihood, in most cases, have just been snatched away from them. So let's look at one of those emails. What you see here is an email written towards a TSB customer and they're hoping to capitalize not only on the frustration, but in this case, the criminal is wanting to get you excited so that you don't really think clearly about a couple of things that stand out. The first being the to field. If you look, this email went out to a whole bunch of people, not the victim directly. So in that case, that's a red flag that would normally stand out when you think of communications from your bank. The second would actually be the letter itself. Dear TSB customer. If they're emailing you directly, they're usually going to use your first and last name, or it'll be more personal than a generic customer. But the criminals hoping you overlook all that because the issues have been resolved. So if you're a TSB customer who can't get into your account, this is welcome news. So you'll skip over the red flags and maybe even the first sentence. You'll see the deeply sorry, so you accept their apology, and all you got to do is follow directions. Otherwise, click that link. But maybe you didn't get an email. Maybe you got a text message. And right here, you see something that is either going to cause confusion or anger because your account has been suspended. So if you're a TSB customer who's already experienced problems, this is just another, you know, another brick onto the house, or it's just a more layered frustrations. Of course, if you've not had any issues and you're a TSB customer, this message might scare you. Either way, you'll click that link. And when you do, this is what you would see. So the image here on screen was uh, from a live TSB phishing attack on May 12th or May 13th in 2018. And what you see here is a, almost an exact clone of the TSB login page with a couple of, of standout issues. The first being the the font size and everything like that. But of course, if you look up top, we're not on the TSB domain. So why were people falling for it? And I honestly think the reason is because a lot of them saw HTTPS and then visually saw the TSB login portal. And that's all they needed. Those two pieces of verification. They completely ignored the domain because they saw the HTTPS. We have trained people, particularly when it comes to banking, that if you see HTTPS, then it's legit. But the thing is, HTTPS alone is not enough. You have to make sure the domain matches up. So in this case, because the domain doesn't match, you know you're on a fake website. But because it looks legit and it feels legit and you have that visual cue with the HTTPS, a lot of people fell for this scam. So let's look at the actual attack. What happens? Again, we're keeping a local copy of this phishing kit, so you're not going to see the HTTPS, but the point still remains the same. This is not TSB's actual website. This is. So here's the real real uh, domain. And if you look, you've got HTTPS and you've got the actual website. Because you have those two, you know this is a legitimate login page. However, if you go back and forth between them, real, fake, real, fake, you'll see that that the difference between the two is really subtle. Mostly it's font sizing, spacing, you know, the fake page looks a little bigger. But for the most part, it's easy to understand why at a glance somebody could fall for thinking the fake page was the real one. I mean, it even has the the same visual cues. You're logging into a secure website. You see that on both of them. So, the criminal wants information from us. What happens when they get it? Let's try. Use the password of fire, fire, fire. And hit next. This particular page is just there. It's not collecting anything, and it doesn't really matter what you enter into it but it's training you to to come up with information. Continue. Um, Put in memory. Once again, so let's put in memory 12. It's not actually checking that we keep the same information. So the reason criminals want this extra information is so they can call the bank and pretend to be you. And once they do that, they can change your password and do things like that. So that's what you're seeing here. They're collecting all of this information just so they can pretend to be the the victim later later down the line. Now this particular form needs to make sure that um, you get an actual mobile phone number, but it also needs to be UK based. So you've got to do the check there, and then it wants mother's maiden name. So let's do mummy and we'll hit next so it's showing you a basic generic page eventually it's going to forward you over to the actual TSB website which you see right here there you go the attacks done but again the the thing to pay attention to isn't so much HTTPS but the actual domain that you're on that's what would have saved a lot of people from this particular type of attack especially now that HTTPS is becoming a common standard, it's really not going to do us much good to rely on that anymore as a sole factor of proof when it comes to determining real or fake online. So you always check the domain address. In this case, this is what the legitimate one looks like. So hopefully that was useful. That's the uh, TSB phishing attack from start to finish. If you'd like to see what the criminals have, you look at... uh, the email's here, this is the first time we entered in the form, the other two after that, and of course the one with our mother's maiden name, cell phone number, and date of birth. They're just collecting all of this information to pretend to be you later, or sometimes they can log in directly. But again, that's the attack from start to finish, so if you have any questions, feel free to find me online. I'm Steve D3 on Twitter, and if you'd like to see the back end of this fishing kit, stay tuned, and I'll be right back with that. All right, if you've stuck around this long, that means you'd like to see some of the stuff on the back end. So let's put that up here for you. The first thing to take note about this kit is it's pretty basic. There are uh, Everything's done in stages. So you start with index, and then you move into login, and then you move over to the two memorables so that you have to, to go through and, and put that word in. And then, of course, the verify, which is where you got your mother's maiden name and stuff like that. So let's open that up. And if you look at it, you could see, you see a lot of curse words. Um, There's some some clever, clever words and phrases being spewed about in this array here. So what is this exactly? So it's a type of security system. If you put any of these words into a field and submit it, the phishing kit itself will ban you from the server. So this is basically a, a filter of sorts so that they get less junk in the email once the the forms have been submitted and you know below all that of course you have the actual form itself which you saw this is what the 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 criminal will actually get and, um, and otherwise it's a pretty basic kit uh, on the back end you've got logs you've got um, couple of different assets aes this does use some some low-level encryption um that's a really good thing to, to stand out with if you start seeing encryption in files as you're you're monitoring the contents and you know you didn't put it there that's a red flag you should look into um, it runs a blacklist pretty common amongst phishing kits you've got uh, basically all the security labs and known researchers so if the visitor's ip falls in any one of those ranges it just kicks them out can't do anything. Of course, okay, I mentioned logs. If you look, you've got uh, me visiting plenty of times here, but logs like this outside of their normal directory are another red flag to watch for. And something else, when you're monitoring inside the files, I mean, obviously, if you start seeing a lot of different curse words, that's something to, to definitely look into, but when you can, try to log who is creating kits. And if you start scanning inside of files, they like to tag all of the stuff they make. So you would actually be able to spot this kit, even without all these cuss words, you would actually be able to spot it based on their tag alone. And these guys have tagged several files. It's not like this is the only one. So their kit is literally labeled with their name. So you would be able to find stuff like that. And of course, the quicker you can detect these kits, the less less likely it is you're going to, to run afoul of any regulatory things or any other kind of trouble because you're able to spot the problem and fix it correctly. But like I said, it's a pretty basic kit. Everything's done in stages. Um, there's a few things to look out for if you wanted to monitor what's going on inside of files. But usually if you're just watching your directories, when this kit is uploaded, you'll notice the change. So it's something to spot right away. Otherwise, if you have any questions again, I'm Steve D three on Twitter, but thanks for watching and have a great day. Bye.